Running a Fever, episode 107, Achieving the Goal, part two. Fashion report addendum to the fashion department. As you know, I've had three pair of shorts from Walmart, and um, first one didn't last very long. I mean, in its complete state, I'm still using it. The Second and third ones were both and one brand. And what's happened yesterday was uh, one of the strings broke. And I say one of the strings because this is basically the design problem. It has two strings that are welded to the fabric of the shorts inside. A sheath that comes around the front. In the back, you don't have that sheath. You just have a waistband, elastic waistband. Now, this could have been designed better with just a little more string, <laughs> obviously, but it's it's cheap. So my endorsement of Walmart is kind of suffering right now. Lost another pair of shorts. I'm not even going to keep those because I need the string. <laughs> I feel like I need the string now. Two cyclists passing me. And I'm now 3.89 miles into the five-point screw five <laughs> trail. Uh, of course, I started at 1.5, so it's uh, a little over two miles. Uh, actually, no, because that's counting down from five-point screw five, so uh, live math. Wow. <laughs> it was two. It was like three and a half. Okay. Roughly speaking. Uh, bought some new clothing. I've been, unfortunately, it's just, just, I hate that I'm spending so much money on clothes. Uh, and not really workout clothes so much, except for the shorts. Um, I've gotten some more of the socks that I like so much, ortho socks, or Thorlo, warning, Thorlo, it's an anagram of ortho, probably intentional, Thorlo socks, and I've bought those, so it's, you know, I mean, it's November now, so it's getting toward the end of the year, it's the time when I start thinking about annual things, and one of those would be making sure my clothing is up to par. You can probably tell we're passing the botanical gardens right now. Lots of noise on the road. Still feel the cold. I don't know what temperature it is, but obviously I've warmed up by now, but uh, still got my gloves on, my hat, and the hood. So I look like a hacker. So yeah, I got two new pair of jeans. I don't know if I should. Levi's 541s, a size 32. So officially the 541s are a little flexible. Um, They're definitely kind of snug, but they're not uncomfortable. Uh, and I know that if I went down on the 501s, which are straight-legged, regular denim, that uh, they would probably be, probably be at a 32 waist, probably uncomfortable in the thighs. So I've lost a whole foot in waist size over the last 11 months. Hopefully that's enough to get me through the winter. I guess now that I'm, you know, almost done with the first lap, it's a good way, a good time to start talking about why I'm actually here. Uh, Episode, I believe it was episode five, very near the beginning of Running Fever's production series. I think it was episode five that I set a goal. It's easy to find because if you look in the archives at runningfever.com, you'll see 
the title setting a goal and uh, the title of this episode of course is achieving the goal now the goal that I'm achieving today is not exactly the goal that I set on November 18th 2017 because today I'm walking hopefully two laps of Lake Fayetteville The goal that I set was to run two laps of Lake Fayetteville. And uh, if you've been following along, you know that I haven't run since December of 2017. I had a knee injury that was serious enough to keep me out of action for six weeks. I haven't seen a need specifically to start running again. Uh, When I reintroduced cardio, I found that I could do 20 to 30 minutes uh, on a stationary bike, uh, you know, three, hopefully someday more times per week, like four times, four, four to five times a week. But right now, it's uh, one or two, maybe three times a week, depending on how my knee feels, etc. It's also sometimes hard to fit it in time-wise because uh, it's not recommended to do the cardio in the same session as you do uh, weight lifting works better if you do a separate session. So I'm doing that in the evenings. So that's how I get my cardio, and I think that's already helped to get my blood pressure down, as you uh, probably heard in the episode in which I gave my biometrics results. So I'm not running today, um, but you know, I, I think it's important to, to recognize that I've learned a lot in the last year and hopefully I've transmitted that knowledge to you and helped you out a little bit but I've I've run a little bit I've walked a lot I've done a lot of other types of exercise I've tried different diets some of those diets were terrible especially earlier this year and I've changed my attitude which is probably the biggest factor in my health today so I mean what I've learned is and I kind of knew this from the beginning some people recommend against running. There are good reasons to do it, good reasons not to do it. So far, no doctor has recommended running to me. Walking, yes. Other types of exercise, yes. Not running. Why? Because the damage that it does on your body is, uh, there's risk enough of that damage to outweigh the benefits. You know, not for everybody, but for me, certainly. Now, of course, I weigh Uh, between 70 and 80 pounds uh, lighter than I did when I had my injury and so running might not have as big of an impact but I also have seen various tweaks to my so-called bad knee as I speak I'll go ahead and adjust the sleeves again because they do keep falling down being over my tights compression pants but uh, good morning So, again, I'm not ruling running out completely. I'm just saying I'm sticking for now with what's good. I also think that lifting weights, and I have made progress in that area because I'm now doing squats with a significant amount of weight. I, the first squat that I did, I reported on. I can't remember what it was, but sometime this year, I went in the gym, did one squat, with just the bar 
which I believe weighs about 45 pounds. And I felt my I felt something in my knee. And so I didn't do that for a while. But as I've gone on and I've done other leg exercises, uh, those muscles have become stronger, I believe, and such that my knee is being supported better. Lots of traffic, even on an early Saturday morning here. Morning here uh, on Don Tyson Boulevard, right next to the trail. As I traverse Copperhead Crossing, so you gotta adjust your goals accordingly. I mean, I perhaps by starving myself could get down and actually lose 100 pounds in this year, but I'm not going to starve myself to do that. Uh, that's something I've learned. I'm doing the healthy thing. I've got to practice what I preach. And I'm not running or trying to run uh, 10 plus miles today. I'm doing the safe and healthy thing. Again, not that running's not healthy in general, but it is risky. Uh, there are health risks to doing it that are higher than walking. So I view this as a, an adjusted goal accomplished. And I'm not going to be so stubborn to say, well, I failed <laughs> because I'm not running today. I really, I don't believe in failure. I don't believe in failure. Any setback or mistake is just another step in the journey toward success. The fact that I'm not running and I have made such great progress in my health indicates that I have success here. I was thinking, well, this is a big event. Eventually, you know, leading up to it, I was thinking, well, maybe I should invite some people. I know some listeners in the area. Get some video, all that, but, you know, I realized that the most important person in this whole endeavor is not me, it's not my friends here, it's you. Morning! It's you, the listener, the person who is uh, trying to uh, improve themselves, who are you know, trying to improve their health and progress. Morning. Believers. So you are here. You are here with me. And that's the most important thing. So other than that, nobody's here. Because actually, nobody knows I'm out doing this today. I haven't told anyone. And it's uh, um, probably a good time to look at uh, not only the past, but, but the future. You know, what my goal is going to be going forward. Because there's consistent improvement. I'm not going to stop. Uh, because I've reached this goal, I'm going to keep podcasting. I'm going to keep trying to improve. And uh, so the goal next year is not one of distance or any kind of objective uh, external sort of measurement, but uh, it is a, a measurement. Because you have to measure really to, to uh, have a goal. And... Uh, so what I've decided for 2019, the goal is to get to 15% uh, body fat. Now, that's a very aggressive goal. It's a very aggressive goal. Building muscle takes a long time. 
when you get to this point, losing fat is also uh, not a quick process. I think I lost 10 or more pounds in the first week that I was dieting earlier in this year. And that was when I was 274 pounds to start with. Just not that hard. <laughs> you know, you eat less and that's pretty much it. But uh, now it's a little bit harder because I'm working out five days a week in the gym. I'm doing my cardio in the evening. I'm doing activities on the, on the weekends. And I'm eating 2,000 calories a day. And I am still not losing weight very quickly. So that should tell you uh, what's going on and why my goal uh, uh, of losing 100 pounds is just not really realistic in terms of maintaining my health. So the goal for next year is 15% body fat. Realistically, I think I can get under 20, and that would be a great achievement to get under 20%. Into the teens would be great, but 15 will be my goal. Good morning. Passed uh, one of the turnouts to Lake Fayetteville, Lake Fayetteville uh, or uh, Razorback Trail. It's kind of a circular thing. I've taken pictures of it before, and I'm going past the uh, fields, open sort of grass fields. Mile marker is 2.61, so we've got a little over a mile to go on this first lap. I have started to feel a little bit of activity in my knee at this second. It's not really bothering me, but uh, it's just kind of letting me know that it's there. And the sun is uh, coming out, and I'm starting to see the beautiful leaves on the trees. It's uh, autumn in the Midwest slash Upper South. We are now uh, on the second lap of our historic goal-achieving workout today. Second lap of Lake Fayetteville. I stopped at my car, dropped off gloves, my knit cap, the Cyclops light. My uh, hands are still a little bit cold, but they were getting too hot with the gloves on. I got the hood down, so I'm fine on the head part and morning so i got my phone out i'm going to take this opportunity to take a picture of a tree that's of extraordinary fall color right here on the side of the trail next to lake fayetteville park so we're all set to go on the second lap so i stopped i got uh drank the rest of that 20 ounce bottle of water that i started with today I've got more there when I get done with this. And uh, I've already walked more than five miles and I'm walking away from my car. That's a risk. But I am very confident that I'll make it back. Speaking of making it back, well, there, I also got a, my dried apple and ate that. And it's amazing. You get sugar in your bloodstream. Wow, the world looks brighter. <laughs> Even though I had that big breakfast, it really made a difference having that little snack right there. So I got a little water, got some fuel. I walked around the Fayetteville 
Dash Springdale Center for Study of Aquatic Resources, which is the building at the old stomping grounds. Philosophy Department. I haven't talked about the most important aspect of this journey, and that is uh, my philosophy or attitude about life. I recently, and uh, just so you know, this section of the podcast is going to be for, uh, I will also be presenting to some people who uh, not only have never probably listened to the podcast, but may not even understand what a podcast is exactly uh, so just uh, excuse that part of the explanation I've been doing this for uh, over a year or almost a year at the time I'm recording this and uh, podcast is just a audio recording among other things but generally an audio recording that is uh, made available on the internet and people can subscribe and automatically get these sent to their smartphones and listen to them in serial, just like a radio show in the old days. So it's kind of like an internet radio show. And this one is focused on fitness, basically general health, fitness, medicine, and diet. And I've uh, documented my journey in, uh, in the hopes of helping other people to do the same. So, philosophy department, what happened in the last year to change my philosophy of life? Well, I've decided to love my life. And because I love my life, I want to make it last as long as possible. That's the emphasis on health. But I've also sort of discovered a kind of uh, purpose in life or uh, a, a gift. I believe that everyone has gifts. I believe they come from God, but they are with us from generally our entire lives. They can be developed, but they are there nonetheless. The process of discovering these gifts has been a long one for me. I originally was thinking about doing a podcast called Searching, because I had spent so much time searching, I'd done so many things. I mean, a list of all the 48 different hobbies, jobs, etc., that I've had. Uh, and there's probably more than that. But I've come closer in the last year and come to realize that my main gift is knowledge, that is figuring stuff out and telling people about it. And so that's kind of what I've done here. I've been figuring stuff out on my own as it relates to me in hopes that people who relate to me and identify as a person who wants to improve their lives health-wise can do so and I've made that available through this podcast that's my mission the podcast is only a method because I always kind of wondered well you know I feel this sort of energy this sort of sense of uh, fulfillment of purpose when I'm doing the podcast but is it the podcast that's actually the gift or is it something else and I discovered it's kind of something else my primary gift or charism is in my tradition it's called uh, is knowledge so uh, knowledge is that uh, gift of assimilating information you know uh, generally through study of some kind so if you're a professor and you do research and then you write uh, that could be you know sort of classic definition of the knowledge charism 
for me, it's um, podcasting is one of those things that I, one of those ways that I transmit the things that I've learned. Morning. Morning. <laughs> writing, I believe, is one of my gifts as well. I do some writing on the blog, and I have written uh, some other stuff that's out there. If you uh, go to Amazon.com, search for, well, forget about it. <laughs> If you search for Michael Davis, you'll come up with about 9 million returns. Uh, but uh, if you go to davisfalk.com, D-A-V-I-S-F-A-L-K.com, you'll see uh, my two books that are available, e-books that are available on Amazon. When I'm not podcasting, writing is another thing that just uh, has that same effect on me. It makes me feel energized. Keep it up, man. Not only makes me feel energized, but I, you know, I feel like I've got a purpose. Like it's uh, really helping. I feel uh, like I'm doing the work of God, and I occasionally get feedback from listeners and mail at runningafever.com. Love to get feedback from you. So writing is another uh, way that that knowledge charism is expressed. The other one that I know of just offhand is when I'm at work, I uh, often get the opportunity to train uh, people in new things. Not necessarily things, sometimes things that I've been working for, working on for many years that I know very well, but also things that are brand new. New technologies, I work in the IT field and I have to keep up with new technology all the time. So I'll have to learn something completely new and then teach that to others. So just re realized recently that that is the most enjoyable part of my job. So those are three gifts or ways in which I use the knowledge charism. And I didn't really understand that until recently, that this is a group of gifts, which includes uh, teaching, speaking, and writing that all relate to knowledge. And uh, it just occurred to me, and I, you know, it didn't, you know, these things don't happen all of a sudden because the human mind's an amazing thing. And I believe that God speaks to us through our minds, but he's given us a wonderful mechanism, the most powerful computer in the world. And it, it's always working on things, even when we're not aware of them. And so the fact that I've been thinking about these things, the fact that I've gone through the called and gifted class that I mentioned before. All those things have kind of worked themselves out in my brain. And so it seems like it's a sudden realization, but really it's a culmination of many months of uh, working and uh, intentionally working as well as just taking in information with a goal of understanding where I'm supposed to go. And the journey's not complete. But for now, I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing and how I'm supposed to be doing it. Other methods, other messages may emerge in the future, but that's where I am today. And that's, uh, that's basically the philosophy that has propelled me um, to do this. Because how my study, my research, has led me to actually do what I'm hoping to help other people to do, and that is improve my health dramatically and to show 
that it's never too late. Well, we are in the final half mile. We're in the final half mile of our second trip around Lake Fayetteville today, November 3rd, 2018, 15 days ahead of the deadline I set to achieve this goal. It's a new personal best for me, at least in modern times, and a new record for running a fever. Everybody who made this possible, uh, especially Tom, Patty, Amy, and most especially you. If it weren't for you, I'm sure that I wouldn't be here. You are the motivation for getting me out here. You're the reason that I've made such great strides in my health. So thank you for getting me to this milestone event. And we're just at the beginning. This is not the end. This is the beginning of the next stage of health improvement and development in the areas of fitness, medicine, and diet. And uh, so you know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I think the lifting has helped quite a bit because there's uh, very little discomfort in my knee. I don't have this sort of numb leg that I've had sometimes. So that's helped. Probably the cardio has helped as well. It's just, uh, you know, consistency is so important. Not consistency, but persistence, really. Just keeping on through the pain, the discomfort, the setbacks. Keep on going. Always keep that passion, always keep that fever. I still got it more than ever. I love my life more than ever. I want more than ever to make it last as long as possible. Official time. 10.23, so this actually, we did uh, do it in a little over three and a half hours, uh, actually, so um, uh, not bad, less than four hours. Catch the fear if you don't have it, keep it if you got it, and we'll talk to you next time on Running the Fear. This is the Padua Podcast Network, padawamedia.com.